My name is Erin Bross, and this is The Dirt, Confessions of a Tree Planter. Art for this podcast comes from another tree planter, Bethany Davis, as part of her illustration series, Follow the Trees. This is a podcast about tree planting as a reforestation practice in the silviculture industry. Tree planters are a collective of people who spend much of their lives replenishing a logged area with new forest. However, tree planting is so much more than the physical act of planting thousands of seedlings in the ground day after day as a job. It is about the connections, experiences, bonds, and memories that last a lifetime. The dirt is a place to shed light on the culture that is mostly contained within those who have stuck a shovel in the ground. It is meant to dive deep into all things tree planting as a place for those to reminisce, relate, or to learn. So wherever you're coming from, as any tree planter would say, may the planting gods be with you. Hey folks, so today I was speaking with Latoro Cepeda. Uh, Latoro was born in the Netherlands, um, but he came to Canada when he was two years old. Uh, He's currently starting his own business, uh, building a meal planning app, and he also owns a kitchenware store. Um, He is based in Souk, British Columbia, on Vancouver Island, where I spoke with him. And yeah, Latoro was a bit of an interesting story because he started tree planting when he was 17, um, which is younger than... um, you know, people usually start tree planting, um, you know, unless they, unless they start straight out of high school and have a late birthday or something like that, you know, it's, it's much more common for people to not start until they're 18. Um, so, uh, yeah, that was, um, you know, an interesting in part of hearing, you know, his experience, you know, having had a couple seasons in the game, um, and only being 19 right now. So that doesn't, happen as often. Um, and he has also planted in several other countries. Um, so we talk about his experiences, uh, planting in the UK and Australia, as well as comparing it to the time he spent here in Canada. So I hope you all enjoy this episode and I'll just get right to it. All right, so welcome, Latoro. Uh, thanks so much for reaching out and for wanting to come on the podcast and talk about your experiences planting. Um, so first off, let's just start with, yeah, a little bit about yourself. Uh, why don't you tell the listeners more about you? Hey, uh, yeah, so my name is Latoro. Uh, I was actually born in the Netherlands, and uh, I currently live in Souk, BC on Vancouver Island. Uh, I left high school early, uh, two years ago, to go climbing, uh, sorry, to go planting for Summit Reforestation in northern Alberta and BC, and then I came back uh, home for a month, and I didn't really like it, so I decided to go to the UK to plant. And then I also ended up in Australia. And yeah, that's pretty much my planting history. So just to clarify that you did complete high school and you just completed it early uh, and then you decided to go tree planting? Yeah, yeah. I, I graduated uh, early. I, I, in BC, if you have enough credits or you've completed the required courses, you can normally graduate a bit early. Yeah, so just for our listeners, uh, stay in school, kids, um, <laughs> and once you're finished, you can go tree planting like Lataro did. <laughs> true, true. 
Uh, so anything else uh, about yourself that you want to share outside of tree planting? Um, yeah, like where, where are you from? Uh, other than, yeah, you said the Netherlands, but then you came to Canada. Um, yeah, where are you talking to us today from? Are there any other hobbies or anything you like to do uh, outside of planting? Uh, yeah, so uh, I live on in Souk in Vancouver Island. And currently I'm just working on a business. It's a meal planning app. And I also run a kitchenware store that I'm gonna kind of mix the two together to work as one. So yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. Very cool. Um, so how old are you then right now? Uh, I'm 19. Right on, okay. Uh, so how exactly did you get into tree planting? Like what made you, like how did you discover it? What made you want to get into it? Uh, so my last semester of high school, uh, I really had a bunch of easy classes that literally did nothing for me. So I was just sitting in my yearbook class and I was like, what am I going to do after high school? And I look, went online and I was like, top 10 highest paying jobs with no requisites. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and then tree planting popped up and I looked into it. And then I messaged like 20 different tree planting companies. And I got hired a lot on the east side, but I really wanted to work in uh, BC. And then my very last interview, I was brought on by a summit uh, reforestation by a guy named Hunter Selden. And yeah, we, I met a really cool crew there and that's where I ended up. That's hilarious. I think you're probably <laughs> one of the first people I know that's uh, heard about tree planting just from like an internet search because um, <laughs> most people I know it's been somebody else they know who has gone planting uh, so that's really hilarious yeah um, I, oh sorry go ahead like, uh, actually I, I never even knew this but apparently my dad planted way back in the day but he just never told me and yeah I, after I told him I was going tree planting he was like oh yeah I, I tree planted too <laughs> no way do you know where he tree planted uh somewhere on the east side somewhere on the east side <laughs> and by east side you're referring to the eastern canadian provinces i assume yeah 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 awesome well really cool so when you originally did your google search and then started looking into tree planting i'm just curious like what resources you found that you were able to learn more about it like did you just Google companies or yeah, I'm just curious if you used any of the, the resources on Facebook or, or how you looked into it. Uh, I, I, it was very simple. Like I only realized there was like such a huge community around it after my first season. And, uh, but before, yeah, there was a couple blogs that I saw and then there was that top 10 list where I found the actual thing. And then after that was just a matter of finding every company I could find and just asking for a job. Interesting. So how long have you been in the tree planting game, uh, thus far? Um, oh, I'd say like, I guess one and a half, two years. All right. So you're still you're still new into it, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the only difference between like my two year experience though, is that uh, I, I planted for three months there and then I took a month back and then uh, I planted just a couple of weeks in the UK and then I planted another six months in Australia and then I took another month off 
when I came back and then I went back for my other three seasons. So I, I did pretty much like a year straight plus a bit of tree planting. So would you say that when you went for your first season, uh, like was it, was it what you expected? Um, I mean, I'm assuming if you kept planting, it sounds like you really enjoyed it. Um, but I'm curious as to your impressions uh, and your decision to, to keep planting. Um, yeah, so my crew was very competitive and, my, and I am a very competitive person. And that, that just like fit perfectly with me in the job. I, I, I lost a major bet actually. And I, I bet my whole crew at the beginning of the season uh, that if I balled the entire crew as a rookie, the other guys would have to get a tattoo on their ass. And then if I lost, I'd have to get a tattoo on my ass. And then I was like the youngest one in the whole company, I think. And uh, I lost and everyone called me TK, which stands for the kid. So yeah, I have a tattoo saying the kid on my ass now because I, I lost. <laughs> wow, so you followed through with the bet. Yeah, I, I've, I was forced to. The guy on my crew I made is this very tall, uh, terrifying British dude. <laughs> so with, I mean, that kind of seems like a bit of a, a crazy story. Um, do you have any other crazy stories uh, that you would want to share from your planting career thus far? Um. The, just in my most recent season, uh, oh no, I have a pretty crazy story. Uh, <laughs> so I, my very last day of my first season, um, we were on this contract and that's when there was a ton of fires around. And um, so we were on this contract and they kept putting us for days off and we couldn't go plant, but we just had to finish this contract before the season ended. And we were getting like extended by like, I think it was almost two or three weeks extra and it they even made a shirt of it that that was like the longest season ever in the history of Summit and the reason why was just because of all those fires so one of our days they had like a very tiny amount of trees to plant and they said uh before we went out in the helicopters they're like uh, if you go out today, like there's a chance we won't be able to pick you up because of smoke. But everyone just really wanted to get the contract done. So a couple of people stayed back, but most of everyone just went in to go plant the trees. And then like halfway through the day, uh, it was just like an apocalypse. It was like the sky was orange. It was like pitch black just with smoke and they they call us and they're like yeah you just gotta start walking and then <laughs> so we we just walked like straight we had to walk in like a straight line with like avenza i think we were using avenza to get out of there and then we were just uh walking in a straight line it was like we we're going through some uh hills and trees and just like every type of thing in the forest there is and some people just were not prepared and it, it was like a huge walk and then eventually we got to a trail where a bunch of search and rescue and everything and the police all came on like quads and like all these different things and then we went on like a huge journey in the middle of the night through like puddles and all the quads were getting stuck and everyone was getting wet and it was just the middle of the night after we all had this massive hike thing and then we finally got back to a place where the trucks could get to and then we took the trucks and got back to camp and then there at the very end they had like a huge pile of 
subway and beer and then they paid us for all the time we were out there too so it it's it, it was rough but everyone was safe at the whole time but it, it, it's a crazy story <laughs> wow yeah um i assume that would have been 2017 the summer of 2017 with all those big fires in bc yeah, I, I think I th 2017 or 2018. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, 2018 was pretty big, too. Um, and yeah. just for those listeners who don't know what Avenza is, um, it is an app that is used uh, a lot in tree planting, but even just in forestry. And it's basically like a navigation app. So you can pre-download, uh, you know, topographic maps of an area, and then you can still use it while you're out of service. So yeah, obviously, I imagine if there were foremen or crew bosses uh, with you guys, like they probably had that on like their iPhones or iPads or, or whatever technology yeah. you guys use to help get you out of the block. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome that, um, yeah, that they, you know, alerted the proper authorities and you know managed to get everybody out of there safe so yeah that's definitely crazy <laughs> yeah that, that was like a lot of people's last day of their first season so that, that was kind of cool <laughs> wow okay so kind of moving along here um yeah because you said you've planted in a couple different countries um which i personally like i've been in the game for a while and i still have not planted outside of canada so i'm really curious about yeah about your experiences and what made you decide originally to go plant in another country uh so what made me decide is I just got back home and I, I had all this money now. I was like a very young kid and I kind of missed the boat to go to university. So I was like, oh, what can I do now? And I just was kind of tired of my little hometown. So I was just looking for the most easiest way out. And when I was in grade 11, I actually went a year in Belgium and I have an auntie there and I lived with her. So I went to Belgium and then I went there because I knew I could plant in the UK and then I had some family there and friends and then I could like travel around Europe. But uh, in the UK for the company I had to work for, you had to get like a van actually. So you had to live the van life if you wanted to plant. And um, so I, I got this whole van and everything. And then I went to the, uh, I was like running low on money. So I was like, okay, I need to go um, planting. So I went planting for, like two weeks and it was really good it was honestly the nicest planting i've ever done like they plant bare roots there and bare roots are uh trees with no plugs and like if you know the strategy to plant bare roots it is just a game changer like you don't ever have to put your finger in the hole like it and your bags feel like pillows it's just it, it's amazing but the, the thing is um the, the money just wasn't good. Like, uh, so I've heard that it could, can be good, but when I was there, it was just not. So I was just like, all right, I have a bit of money. And I actually tried to go to Australia first, but, and I got hired for a company there, but then I changed my mind and I wanted to go to the UK. Uh, so then I was not doing well in the UK and I was like, oh, I have this job in Australia. And then I ended up just using my, last bit of money and I went to Australia with like 500 bucks and I just started working there and then yeah I, I stayed there for like six months and yeah then I came back and I went planting for my last season here in Canada. 
Cool. Um, so I guess I'd want to ask first, uh, what were some of the, first off, I do have to say, you are the first planter I have ever heard talk so nicely about bare root planting. <laughs> <laughs> I have, no, I have the, the, never heard anyone say that they love to plant bare root before. Uh, so that's a first. Nice. <laughs> I like, I think there is a strategy to it. And it's like, I, it's hard to explain without showing it, but like, I, it's like kind of you make a hole in the ground and then you pull back and then you kind of slide the roots over like a piece of hair and then you put the shovel in and then all the roots just suck in and then it's just a quick kick close and then like it's just so nice. <laughs> wow yeah I and I mean I haven't planted bare root myself and, and I mean maybe there's even a bit of a difference between here in Canada and in the UK um, mm -hmm. But are there any other big differences? Like I know you'd only done one season in Canada at the time, but were there anything else that was like really different uh, in the UK from Canada? Yeah, so an another reason why the UK was super nice to plant in, just in like terms of planting, uh, is that there's like zero bugs and it's like the perfect temperature 100% of the time. It's just this nice, cool, like nice, weather for planting and then yeah all, everything's just cream too it's just so nice and how did you like hook up a job uh did you do just like more google searches or how did you find a company um i think i did a mix of google searches but then i think i was in king kong and then i think i found the job through king kong reforestation and then I guess for you, it would have been easy because you're a, a European citizen. So you wouldn't yeah. have had to get like a work visa and all that jazz. Yeah, that, that was like another main reason I wanted to go there just because, yeah, I had my European citizenship. But the thing is, uh, it still was hard because th there was all this weird paperwork with the vehicle. And there was all these like questions around how I was going to get paid like later on if I stayed long term due to Brexit and stuff. And just it got really weird <laughs> mm. so yeah so you decided then to go to Australia so I'm assuming you would have had to get a visa and all of that for Australia as well before you went down yeah but uh like I said earlier too like I actually got a job there earlier so I already had a visa when I was in the UK to go to Australia but I had no intention to use it until I realized I didn't want to plant in the UK anymore. So it, I just got, I pre-planned without knowing I'd need to pre-plan. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's hear about your experience in Australia and like what, what time of year were you planting there? Cause I mean, of course it's the Southern hemisphere so the seasons are opposite, but yeah, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so I planted there from November to March and uh, I'd say the diff. so that's like a really hot time in Australia when I was there I think it was even like it was the record hottest it's ever gotten in Australia and it, it was just really really hot like that we had to uh, drinking a bunch of Gatorade and like eight liters of water was just like a necessity to plant in Australia because it and the ground too it uh, compared to Canada and the UK in Australia, the ground's just solid, especially if you work for a company like I was working for that does work in the city as well as like uh, just normal planting. So sometimes the ground is just concrete 
and we have different types of shovels and there we have heavy shovels and even that sometimes you just to open one hole it's like three or four hits and it's a completely different style of planting but the prices there are just so much higher and if sometimes you get lucky like uh the company i was working for it it's a mix of labor and planting so sometimes you do hourly work and then you get some piece work in as well so your wage like your daily wage varies a lot but like it, it varies in terms of some days i got paid 150 bucks and other days i had like a thousand dollar day wow uh yeah that's fairly uh that's a lot of fluctuation for sure um, yeah <laughs> Now, did you, like, I've heard that the gear is different, especially in Australia. Did you bring your planting bags and shovel and gear with you from Canada, or did you use what they had there? Uh, so I brought my bags, but then uh, I, I decided not to, like, bring them all the way with me, just because I heard that we needed a different gear. But then when I got there, that... I realized everyone just used the gear that we use in Canada. Just the difference was a shovel. At least this was for the company I was working for. So yeah, I just ended up having to buy another pair of the same bags we have here in Canada. So was the company that you were working for in Australia, were they like run by any Canadians or was it all solely Australians that had, uh, that were running the company? Yeah. So the company I work for is called Timberwolf. And uh, it was actually founded by two Canadian planters and uh, they just were in Australia. And they, I guess they figured out that they could help out Australians by working as peace workers. And peace work in Australia, it's still like a very new thing. And like tree planters like on that go to plant in Australia, it's not all the times in like, uh, low population areas it's usually like in cities and construction sites and then like everyone just looks at you weird and all the construction workers just like are like this weird branch of the labor force <laughs> and it's just it's a different vibe and once you tell them they're like whoa that's the coolest thing ever <laughs> and they're like you can make that much money and and yeah it's it's still very new so if you want to make good money uh, australia is definitely a good place to go so is there anything that you prefer about the other countries for tree planting practices uh, versus the ones here in Canada? Um, see, I, I, it, you, it goes UK's third place and then Australia and Canada are tied. But um, yeah, like in, the, in Australia, the ground is harder and you plant less, but uh, you get paid more, but the plant one tree is a lot harder than it is to plant one tree in Canada. So it's like Canada and Australia have this weird mix where some of it's good and some of it's bad and some of it's good and some of it's bad. So like I, they're both pretty tied, I'd say. So do you have any plans to go back and plant in the UK or Australia or potentially even other countries? Um, well, I, like I said, I'm running this business. So Hopefully my business works out and I can fully focus on it. But uh, I actually can't go back to Australia because I didn't do my farm hours. So uh, I can't get a second working visa. And in the UK, uh, I'm not sure. I, maybe I'd go back to the UK. But I also heard there's like planting in Iceland and there's planting in Africa. So that'd be cool. 
Yes, I have heard um, about planting in Madagascar, actually, just uh, randomly. And actually, there's going to be another person um, I'm getting on the podcast, so stay tuned, uh, talking about some initiatives in Africa as well. So, um, yeah, but I haven't heard of any planting in Iceland, but I mean, they don't have much in the way of forest there, so... So yeah. that could that could be interesting. Although the ground is also very rocky, so <laughs> I heard that too. I, I saw it in King Kong like a long time ago, and I was like, "What? How's that even possible?" <laughs> so, how would you say that tree planting has changed or impacted your life? Um, yeah, I'd say like tree planting. I it really helped me out. Like I, I'm super proud of the time I've tree planted, and I I've gotten a couple of my friends jobs uh one of them's planting in australia now and doing exactly what i did last year uh he just did like a year later and yeah i I, everyone i go around i tell them to go tree planting it's just like that i think it's the best way to learn a lot of things like life things i don't know what specific things but just things that'll help you in life i think working piecework really teaches you how to uh, work for your money and um, yeah just um, just a journey and the people around tree planting are so cool too so yeah. If you had a favorite tree planting memory uh, whatever comes into your mind right away uh, what would it be? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah I de- like last season we just had a lot of chest days and just played a lot of chess and sometimes I miss just relaxing there in the in the mess tent and just <laughs> playing some chess. And of course as you know with this job there's highs and there's lows so what would be your worst tree planting memory? Um, yeah so my last season was had a lot of rough times just because like I was planting for a long time straight and I was just getting so tired because if you wait, if you plant normally, it's just like three seasons, three seasons, you always come to the next season with a ton of energy. But I was just so tired of planting. So there was a couple of rainy days <laughs> where I just, I gave up and I just like sat there and I was like, oh, <laughs> and yeah, that, that, I never really have much bad days. I always tried to go hard, but yeah, near the end of the season there was just some days where I was just so burnt out. (laughs) So it sounds like uh, you mentioned to me before that you do have plans to go tree planting this summer Um, and then but it sounds like of course you're working on the app and your business. Um, Do you have much plans in the future to tree plant other than this season like are you kind of keeping the door open uh, as an option or do you think like this is hoping to be your retirement this year no like i'm still so young like i'm i'm 19 years old and like the chances of new businesses succeeding are so low so like the main reason i'm so happy i started tree planting is because i always have this job i can go back to and i can just work for let's say 25 grand and then i can make that and then um yeah that I just think tree planting is such a good like fallback as well. So I'll I'll always have tree planting with me. Yeah, totally. Um, I definitely agree with that. And mm. I'm curious, like especially because your dad used to plant. 
what did your parents think or what did your like family and friends think when you said, hey, I'm going tree planting? <laughs> well, like, yeah, my, my mom and dad are like hippies, like they're old school hippies. So <laughs> my dad's from Chile and my mom's from the Netherlands and they, they've always let me do whatever I want. Like they sent me to Belgium and they're, they're always supportive of me moving around all the time. And yeah, my friends thought it was pretty weird. And a lot of my friends still make fun of me for tree planting. They're all, some of them are just stubborn and they don't understand it. <laughs> and yeah, but I, I, like I said, I, I also got a couple friends to actually start tree planting. And this year, I think I even have more friends that are gonna go tree planting. Awesome. Uh, lastly, sort of on that note, uh, what is one piece of advice you would give anyone who's considering going tree planting or will be going tree planting for their first time? Um, I would just say don't have any expectations and just go in and realize that it's just going to be super hard work. But uh, I think tree planting is a really good thing to teach you a lot of things. So uh, I guess one thing you can expect is that you're going to learn a lot of things. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks for much so to coming on the show today and chatting with me, Lataro. And yeah, it was great to hear your story and some more insights into yeah, what tree planting's like in some other countries as well. So and yeah, good luck with your meal planning app and your business. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, it was great talking to you and yeah, I'm super excited for this podcast. I think it's gonna be awesome. Great. Well, thanks so much. And yeah, we will talk to you later. Perfect. See ya.